Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. Annyeonghaseyo. We're on our fourth day just on this story in 1 Samuel 25 about Abigail and her husband who's a fool. I wouldn't say that. Nothing personal. God calls him that. Would God ever call someone a fool? Yeah, it's right here. Nabal. His name means fool. He's the spokesperson for all fools. He started his own club. He had like a following. It was the Nabal Club. All the fools would like visit the website. Fools Incorporated. That's Nabal. God calls him a fool, which means we can act foolish. Did you know that in Ephesians it said, put away all foolish speech? There's foolish speech. There's acting foolish. It's the opposite of wise. It has moral connotation to it, too. Well, Abigail, the wife, is still trying to stop David from carrying out overkill by wiping out everybody. Please forgive your servant's presumption. The Lord your God will certainly make a lasting dynasty for my Lord. How'd she know that? By faith. Didn't look like it to the natural eye, but she knew God's with him. Because you fight the Lord's battles, and no wrongdoing will be found in you as long as you live. Even though someone is pursuing you to take your life, the life of my Lord will be bound securely in the bundle of the living by the Lord your God. But the lives of your enemies he will hurl away as from the pocket of a sling. When the Lord has fulfilled for my Lord every good thing he promised. What a woman of faith Abigail is concerning him. He's an outlaw right now, but she sees into the future. And has appointed him ruler over Israel, my Lord will not have on his conscience the staggering burden of needless bloodshed or having avenged himself. And when the Lord your God has brought my Lord's success, remember your servant. All I can say to Abigail is you go, girl. Abigail, do you see what she did? Diffusing the situation? You're going to hear David's response on Monday, God willing. But she's saying now, don't do it. The Lord is with you. He will take care of your enemies. Remember, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So the question now comes to all of us. Who do you want to defend you? You or God? I know, but you don't know what they're saying about me. I know. People are vicious. People are really vicious. And many times words or blogs or social media hurt more than if someone gave you a punch. But if we strike back, and try to blacken their name like they're defaming us or you or slighted you. Now you're going to slight them. Now you're in the mud with them. And Abigail is saying, David, don't do it because you will become king because when God is with you, what does it matter who's against you? As we walk and trust Jesus, we will live out every day that God has apportioned for us to live. And by his grace, we will accomplish the task that he has given to each of us. You know, we're all workers. We're created to do good works. And at the end of our life, what Nabal thinks about us or anyone, including your family and your relatives and whoever, what they think of us will mean not even a grain of sand. It's what God will think of me. God watching me preaching. Why is he really preaching? Is he trying to help the people? Is he showing off? Trying to build a following? Make a buck? Scam the people? Or is he trying to minister as a servant of Christ? God knows that. And that's the final word. That's the only word. 
What would it matter if everyone's applauding you and God is upset with you, not pleased? What would it matter if everyone is going, eh, and God says, well done, good and faithful servant? You have to live that way. Paul repeats it, you know, try to learn how to live a life pleasing to the Lord. And Abigail now is saying, David, this will not please God. And just think, God's going to make you king. And David picks it up. David said to Abigail, praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you today to meet me. May you be blessed for your good judgment. Good point. And for keeping me from bloodshed. One lady's words kept David from bloodshed and from avenging myself with my own hands instead of leaving it with God. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, who has kept me from harming you, if you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nabal would have been left alive by daybreak. So David sees it. God has sent you, Abigail, to stop me from really doing a stupid thing. Notice the humility of David. He didn't say, that's your opinion, Abigail, but I got to let it all out. God sent you, and I'm ashamed to say it, I wouldn't have left one person alive. Imagine the proportionality of it from an insult to mass murder. Man, our ego, our self, we can be like that, can't we? Instead of just whatever, I'm doing my best before God. I told you this before. I've preached messages traveling that were well-received. People applauded at different moments. Well, when I went back to my room, I was chastened by the Lord. And I've preached in difficult circumstances where it was a battle and I was perspiring because there was just walls of opposition preaching against me. And I went back thinking in one way, what was that? Is that a Christian audience? But when I went to bed that night, I could hear God saying, well done. You preached in the right spirit, you preached the right word then you sleep well. So let's not live for the applause of people. Let's live for God's applause. And let's not do things as God gives us grace that we're going to regret, but we did it in the, the heat of some angry passion, get upset. God, keep us calm. Keep us calm. In Jesus' name, see you Monday, God willing.